Um, yes. Hello there. Hey there. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic. I, I, How are you doing? I'm, I'm, I'm wonderful. Do you have water? I'm having a, yeah, my throat keeps getting a bubble. You Don't know the bubbles? That. The throat yeah. bubbles? Throat and, and bubbles? I, and I, and I, I uh, I'm, it's gonna, what's gonna be great is when people are listening to the podcast and they hear me go, <laughs> Oh, it's the best. Every, everybody who listens to podcasts loves a good throat bubble. They're delicious. Yeah, yeah I've got my water as well, hydrating. Throat bubble are opening up for uh, Jellyfish Blackout this Friday oh, at the LRA. Another great uh, opener Another band. great band name. Yeah. 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 Well, it's another day, another time for the Biofriendly Podcast. Woo-hoo. And today, um, I'm excited. Why I'm really are you, excited. Why, why would you be excited, Jacob? I'm excited because we have a special guest. What? We do. And I, this is going to become a thing on really? the show. We're going to have guests. And we're going right. to learn more and more how we can use technology to bring people on the other side of the planet to us. Before we, we start this, can I, yeah. is, this, is this because I've not been enough for you? Yes. Is that, is that yes. you're requiring 100%. I started feeling after a year of the show, I was like, if there's one thing that's lacking, yeah. it's no. Yeah, no. I, <laughs> it's not the first, you're not the first person to say that. <laughs> no, no. If anything, the audience said, um, they just said, uh, I'm tired of hearing just you guys. <laughs> yeah, which is also fair. So, so who do we have? Well, I'm very excited because we have a, uh, a world traveler, a man who knows what this planet looks like from all angles. Although I guess the planet doesn't have angles. It's a sphere. Well, there's, I mean, on, once you're on the surface of the planet, there's angles. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's angles here and there. Yeah. I mean, from the outside, it's pretty round. Yeah. Well, he is known on Instagram as at that Norwegian nomad. He is Christopher, the world traveler. So please welcome all the way from Norway, Christopher. Hey. Hey, guys. It's, it's great to be on. Yeah. <laughs> we're glad to have you. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, this we're happy a, to have a, you here. It's an honor. Wow. Thank you, for, thank you for having me. I really hope you guys are having a warmer time than we have because it's, it's freezing right here. Right I, now. I was just about to ask what the weather was like currently this time it's of year. It's not good. You would not want to trade. <laughs> well, what's the temperature? Oh, it's it's sitting pretty close to freezing right now. Yeah, uh, which is surprisingly warm, actually. Yeah, uh, <laughs> very warm weather for us. See, we don't uh, understand that normally, in California. No, you wouldn't. Uh, usually, we sit around you know minus ten. Uh, so this Oof. is this is good for us. Oh, wow! Good. Nice, a nice warm February day. So how long exactly? How long does winter last in Norway? What's like? When does it begin? When does it end? What's, oh, you know, about six to eight months. Uh, no, it's not. Uh, it's not that bad. <laughs> uh, we. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it, it depends how you define winter. If we go by your definition, probably year-round. But uh, for us, it's uh, yeah, it's probably like a four-month affair. Not too bad. Not okay. too bad. Uh, yeah. For a brief while, I, I lived. I lived in Chicago, uh, in in the United States. I don't know if you've ever been there, but that is a place that can get pretty bitter cold here for us in the states. Uh, How cold is cold for you guys? Well, well uh, when sure. I was living there, there were some winters that were, you know, I guess, uh, do you, I, I would imagine I'm on Fahrenheit and you're on Celsius. Well, once you get yes. to, to but, the negatives, but, I think it doesn't matter. Yeah, so it was negative, you <laughs> yeah. know, it's, uh, there were some winters that could get down to negative 10, um, and uh, that was that was probably the coldest. Well, there's there's odd things that happen oh, in Chicago. Oh, that's that bad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's nothing. The, that's the, lightweight stuff. Chicago gets this lake effect yeah, yeah. sometimes, and, and uh, that lake effect combined with, uh, with a polar vortex, and you can see temperatures, you know, that, that dip down to like minus 30, yeah. minus 40, and that's, yeah. that's, when they, that's when they really regret living in Chicago. Yeah. But yeah. that's not normal, though. Yeah. But it sounds like uh, hopefully no, you're had, inside. Uh, I was going to say that's that's around the range we had when I was in uh, northern Russia. Then uh, we had some. Uh, we were touching minus forty, and it, oh. it's not a fun time. 
Wow. Northern Russia. That's like Canada. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've, Except I've... People are a little bit less friendly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a little less friendly. Yeah, I guess that's right. The Canadians have a have a reputation for being very friendly. Northern Russia, probably not so Unless much. you make fun of beer or hockey, and then they get very violent very quickly. This is true. That's all I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, I'm excited that you're here, and, and one of the main reasons we're having you on today is uh, when we got a chance to chat, you know, I know you've done some studies um, uh, on aviation, the impacts that mm-hmm. uh, I- aviation and, and world travel has on, on the climate. And so that's one yep. of the things that I wanted to dig in today because I think that that's a subject that I don't know a lot about. We did an episode uh, last year called Eco Travel, and I, I kind of re-listened to it before we did this just to remind us of what we talked about back then. But before I, I, I rehash some of those old things, I wanted to dig in and learn a little bit more about you and your background and kind of what, what's been driving you for the past couple of years. What are, what are the things that you've been up to? Oh yeah, sure. Uh, so I've been uh, I've been traveling a lot. It's been it's been a hectic few years now, uh, and I've been lucky enough to be able to combine uh, my studies with traveling. So I That's just great. wrapped up my master's degree now, and then I'm now getting to do some research on uh, what you touched on, which is this uh, aviation question, while also continuing to travel. So it's uh, it's been really good. Did did that was that planned that you that you would kind of did you sort of plan out how you were going to do your education so it would involve travel or did it just was that a lucky accident that led you to this kind of career? Mm, no, it's uh, my my family sort of bounced all around. When I was actually when I was younger, my uh, my dad my parents were split up. My dad lived in the U.S., so I would go from Norway to the U.S. once or twice a month okay. for a few wow. years. Yeah, uh, and there's always and my my granddad was stationed out in the Middle East for a while, so it's been a lot of uh, a lot of traveling wow. my whole life. And wow. uh, I've always loved it. You know, it's fascinating to go around and you you meet new people and you, you know, enjoy experiencing new cultures. And uh, I just, uh, when I when I started studying, I had the free time that sort of enabled me to do it. Uh, I didn't have much money to do it with. So it started off very, you know, backpack sure, risk. Sure. But then uh, now as I've been, you know, taking photos around the globe, I'm uh, finally kind of getting paid to travel. So I get to continue doing you know what excites me which is this uh, academic research stuff while also doing the other thing i love and combining the two so i can't complain that yeah. is terrific yeah his pictures yeah, are gorgeous amazing. gorgeous i highly recommend you know you got to go follow him you got to go check out what he's been posting uh, some really great shots uh, and, and he's a, and, and he's a they, handsome devil, by the way. How do they follow this handsome <laughs> devil again? How do they... uh, uh, oh, it's at uh, uh, that Norwegian nomad, right? I'm getting yeah, it right, it aren't I? Might be the longest, uh, longest handle in Instagram history. About <laughs> this, uh, that is the one that is. Yeah. Well, we uh, all we I, all I mean, need to have I, our thing, right? Yeah. And yours is long exactly, Instagram right? handles. Yeah. 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 Exactly. And uh, I mean, I started doing this just as like. Uh, to be honest, part of the reason I started doing it was people in uni would start commenting, asking, you know, if I was still attending uni. Uh, so I figured I should find a way to show them that I'm not, you know, I'm still alive uh, when I'm never present. Yes. And uh, it was never intended to be a commercial kind of thing. So right. and then the name stuck and now I'm stuck with it. Right. Wow. Yeah, it's amazing how yeah. that sometimes happens, right? You just kind of live your life, do what you're doing. And the next thing you know, it's oh well, now I've got a career here. I've got a job. Exactly. <laughs> this is, this is what I do. It's very, it's very strange. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Well, what are some of the things, um, you know, we got a chance to dig into this uh, yesterday a little bit, but, but what are the, some of the things that you've learned 
in terms of aviation and kind of where we're where we are right now because I know that this can be somewhat of a hot button topic if you go out there and mm-hmm. you google you know the impacts of, of flying and climate change you know there's a lot of strong opinions on it um, but yeah. yet there's so many amazing things about air travel that we can do in ways that we can help our planet by being there and being um, in in countries and places around the world where people need support help need their economies driven up you know so I just want to know a little bit about some of your experience while you've been that, doing that it and to, living it. That has to be the longest question oh, it turned into. I've, I'm I've, so I've sorry. ever heard in my entire I'm so sorry. Life. You brought, it was like it was like you had you had this list of 30 questions and you thought I'm going to see if I can break them all into one yeah, monologue. I'll, just, I'll talk. Yeah, you know, I'll talk for the next I, minutes. I yeah. like to give. I like to give Jacob as hard a time as possible, as often as possible. No, that's like, okay. Just, I'll try to touch yeah. all those points. Yeah, yeah. That my uh, no, my well, reputation. Start, start. My reputation is definitely that I am uh, very brief and never too talkative. <laughs> you you know this about me. So your go. scripts are never wordy. Yeah. Yes. No. Yes. Well, let's start with the first part of that though. Like, what okay. what concerns you most about the environment? The, the environmental aspects of travel. Well, I mean, it's it's a it's a tricky one because we have obviously travel, not just you know traveling around the world, but even things like going to and from work, just the ways in which we travel. Right. Uh, you know, it's one of the biggest sources of emissions we have. Uh, yeah. You know, alongside heavy industry, and uh, we are so lucky to live in a world where we are now enabled to be able to go all these places and see all these amazing things. We have yeah. all these you know low cost airlines that will take you. I can fly in Norway to London for you know. 10 euros, if I'm lucky. Wow. Uh, which is amazing. Um, that is cool. But then 10 euros. The point, I, I know. It's, uh, it's like a bus fare. Like me, uh, me and some friends of mine a few years back uh, had a very late night out uh, and maybe a few too many drinks. And we woke up with some tickets in our inbox uh, because we found them at that price. And <laughs> then we just got That's so, perfect. Um, <laughs> I love it. You but would I mean, you would euros, fit you in no, so. you would fit in perfectly with Noel and I. That sounds exactly yeah. like we would do yeah. what we would do. Exactly. So, anyway, right. go so, on. So uh, it's um, that was a, that was a fun time. But no, so we we are enabled to do all these things. Uh, but at the same time, it's um, you know this the, having to care for the planet is becoming a more and more um, well something we're becoming more and more socially conscious of. And yes. it's uh, trying to balance these things. You know. Um, just look to Greta Thunberg now when she went to mm. this, uh, the latest uh, climate talks. She found ways to, well, at least she attempted to find ways and did so for the most part find ways to travel uh, without, with zero emissions. Right. Um, so, yeah, we need to try to find ways to basically make these two things meet. Um, you know, do all these uh, and experience all these amazing things, but without um, hurting the planet we live on too much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Well, we, we, uh, and, and, you know, I think people don't realize sometimes when they hear, you know, we have Davos, that big environmental conference that happened. We had Mm -hmm. the, uh, the climate summit in Madrid just recently and people talk about the airline, you know, industry, but what they don't realize is there are a lot of efforts and being made to try to figure it out. You know, while it may be a problem, you mentioned, uh, Noel, when I went back to our last episode, you, you, uh, mentioned even curving the wing tips up was helping fuel efficiency. Like yeah. this is something that was being done to try to make air, airplanes more efficient. And and United just recently last year had one of the first, you know, 100% eco-friendly, you know, on biofuels, zero waste on the plane, you know, landed in the LAX e- eco hub, which we were excited to learn about. So there there is innovation out there 
that people are working on on how they can make airplanes and air travel more efficient and, and, and right. have less of an impact. Well, and because and, it, it does, and, and you can obviously jump in and correct if we're if we're wrong on anything here, uh, Christopher, because yeah. we we aren't the yeah, experts. Yeah, we'll do. But um, I mean, I'm I'm not uh, I'm not a massive expert myself, but it yeah. seems seems all right so far. Yeah. <laughs> so far, you, the you teacher sound. is okay. You sound <laughs> smart. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, the the. Uh, uh, the aviation industry is 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 driven by by money, and their most mm-hmm. one of their most expensive, if not their most expensive, cost is fuel. I mean, apart from the planes yes. themselves, right? Yeah. So they they do want to reduce the amount of fuel they're using, and they do want to cut it back, sure. not for environmental mm-hmm. reasons, <laughs> right? But because right. they don't want to spend as much money. Yeah. Um, yeah. But as I understand it, the problem is the growth. Uh, that the, the, the cheaper yeah. they make it, the better they get at it, the more people are traveling. And so then there's exactly. a need for more planes and more, yeah. And so I don't know, what, is there, do you have thoughts, Christopher, on, 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 on are they, there tricks or tips that you use that help to, like, like individual things that, that you try to do to make travel more sustainable, even if it isn't to do with, you know, with carbon emissions, even just little things to, to reduce just other aspects of envir- environmental waste or... To be sustainable. Well, I, I mean, I've uh, when I fly so much uh, beyond. I mean, I, I do the whole you know carbon offsetting thing, which I think everyone should do. It's right. uh, it's not yeah. the big cost uh, relative to the what you're paying to travel, and it's you know one of those many small things we can do to at least help a little bit. Absolutely. Um, I haven't found very many ways to do much about the the flying itself. I mean, you can always opt for airlines with more modern fleets, but very often, as you pointed out yourself. Because fuel is such a big part of the cost, very often the uh, lower cost flights tend to be the more um, efficient ones, at least here in Europe, right. very often. Yeah, sure. So uh, what I found is, you know, we what we all have to do is find find a few things in our life that we can stomach or that we can fit into our schedule, and you know, start there. Make it simple. Don't become um, you know, don't become overwhelmed by all the options out there. You don't have to, you know, go vegan and also recycle everything and do everything all at the same time. But pick out a few things you can do, and then uh, you can always expand from there. It's yeah. like it's exciting to train. You know, you pick out, you you start slow. You don't need to start seven days a week in the gym. Uh, start right. with what you can uh, do, and then build from there. Yeah. I need to start just one day in the gym is kind of where I'm at right now. <laughs> but uh, but no, you nailed it, uh, Christopher. That's why I was excited to have you on, too, because just just the vantage point, the, the heart of the viral friendly podcast is 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 about that. It is about mm. that that letting people back into helping the planet, because I think it's become a very divisive subject over the past mm-hmm. few years where you're either on one side or you're the other. And I think that uh, if you just let people know, like, look, we get it. You can't hit the reset button and do everything all over again. You're living your life. Mm-hmm. You have a career. You're in, in school. You have families. And so uh, I agree. Um, it's all about those little steps, you know, for traveling yeah. that, that we have to do. So, mm-hmm. yeah. And if you can, I mean, and this is obviously it's a, it's a greater cost. But if you can do something like it, like if you can get the direct flight to where you're going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's that's better. Yeah. Less less exactly. uh, less taking off and landing is is better. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. and and also as as again this is something that 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 is happening because of financial reasons, but more and more with more and more airports being available and more and more people traveling, the only the only upside is is you can get directly to more places than you used to be able to get, which helps. Yeah. Yeah. Um, no, that that is definitely good. But at the same time, you know, I do I can completely sympathize with people where that might not always be an option. Sure, um, sure. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it's, I think what we need to do is shift this mindset from having 
almost these, you know, people believing in different ideologies of how to combat this, whether it's, you know, going, yeah, going vegan or flight direct or, you know, yeah. instead of pointing fingers at people not doing what you're doing, uh, yeah. you know, let's just all concentrate on finding a few things we can do and then building from there. Yeah. Right. Because the last thing I want is for people to, because I've also been fortunate enough uh, through, through business and, and my family's from Australia. Um, so through, through my life, I've been able to travel uh, quite a bit and see a lot of different places. And, and I don't, I don't mm-hmm. want people to, to give up on that because there's, there, are, there are socially sustainable reasons why it's a good idea to get out of where you live. Oh, absolutely. And to go somewhere else. Because you, you, in order for you to truly understand another culture or to understand why, why most people are great. <laughs> I yeah. mean, honestly, mm-hmm. mo- most people are pretty great. Yeah. Uh, when you travel yeah. around and you actually talk to people, there's only a small percentage of people who are jerks. And yeah. they, ruin exactly. it for every, they ruin it for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. if you actually get to know people who are, who are, are different than you are and who yeah. have a different experiences than you do, then, you've, then you understand them better and they understand you better. And then you come mm-hmm. home and you spread that and you bring that to the people who are around you. And that makes the world a better place. Yeah. And that's important. Exactly. Yeah. So we don't want to stop traveling just yeah. because there's a, 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 you know, there is a, a, a problem for it environmentally. Right. It's just let's see what other ways we can we can clean ourselves up a bit. Carbon offsets is a exactly. great point. Yeah. Um, what, what can we do to, to ourselves to, to cut back on, on our own carbon emission footprint? And I wonder, and we probably haven't looked this up, and now that we're in the middle of the podcast, of course, I'm thinking this of it. This is classic <laughs> us, though. We, we come in very unprepared, and, and I, I look down at my screen as if I'm ready and I know what I'm doing, and I don't. Yeah. So go ahead. I go for it. Do, what are you do, we, say? do either of you know if there is a service that calculates what your, what your travel carbon footprint Oh sure. Is like so if you're planning, oh, I'm gonna fly. Yeah, definitely be. Because yeah. I feel like that would be a useful thing to know. If you know that I'm flying, okay, I'm doing a trip to New York, uh, right. you know, mm-hmm. in, in in two weeks, and what's that? What is that going to cost emissions wise? And then you can sort of factor for yourself. Okay, if I've done this, what do I need to offset? What what can I do to try to pull back on on emissions elsewhere? To, to right. pull back on on my carbon footprint in another way, or just to help sustainable from an issue of sustainability another way. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, and, and Christopher, yeah, exactly. you, you mentioned getting carbon offsets. That's a service that you can do, right? Like the, the you can go online and, and invest in them. Isn't that something that... that yes, that just, yes, that you part- can. Uh, some, I'm, again, I'm, I don't fly very much uh, stateside anymore. Yeah. Uh, I will be back soon. Um, well, you have to come right visit now, us. Come to L.A. So, uh, but I know here in Europe, <laughs> the vast majority of airlines will actually allow you to do it when you purchase your ticket. That's and great. I also know there are services out there if you don't trust the airline's calculation where you can go to third-party sites and, you know, input your origin and your destination and they will calculate it for you and then you can uh, use these um, impartial third parties to if, uh, basically offset your carbon there. If, if you could send us uh, some links so that we could uh, share that on our, you know, on our, our pages so people can yeah, see. Yeah, kind of, yeah, that'd be really great. And just for the for our audience, if you don't yeah. know what that means, basically a carbon offset is someone else, somewhere else, has done something to reduce their carbon footprint, to cut back on, on, uh, on carbon emissions. Right. And that has a value. Them doing that has a value. So basically you can, you can buy that you can you can you can invest you're investing in that is basically what that means your your money goes towards them doing more of that so it helps equal things out yeah right which is a really cool thing to do one very common one is uh people planting trees because you know trees pull the carbon back out of the atmosphere uh so some some clever mathematician has worked out x amount x tons of uh, co2 emissions you know equals x amount well x hectares of 
yeah. tree planting, uh, <laughs> right, for lack right. of a better word. Yeah. And uh, then, you know, you can basically pay to attempt to take this back out of the atmosphere right yeah. and so and that's and that's how that's how that helps that's the way you can you can sort of contribute to that and there's more and more of that happening they're doing a lot of stuff in the ocean we kind of mentioned this a couple of podcasts ago about some stuff they're doing with uh, with algae and with seaweed and with other you know there's there's a ton of different ways that people are coming up with to help fight this problem and you're basically mm-hmm. aiding in those by by paying for carbon offsets yeah you know yeah. one of the things that i read that said while you're traveling one thing that you can do you want to know what it is? I would love to hear it. Stay for a while. Yes. I was very worried you'd say stay. <laughs> <laughs> that, that aligns poorly with what I'm currently doing. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, you, you do what you got to do, but they were basically saying what I well, thought it was it gives people an excuse to stay on their vacations for a very long yeah, no, time. I'm, I'm very much in favor of staying. Well, yeah, yeah. I I, could, it, I'm like, I'm flying to, I'm flying to... Bali uh, tomorrow, and uh, I'm if I could stay longer than I intend to stay, I would be extremely happy. Of course, of course, and I get that. In a hundred percent, a lot of us have. You know, when Noel and I travel, we, it's over a weekend. We got to go, and we got to come back, and that's just a nature of the beast. But I thought it was pretty funny that you know people around the world who don't get to travel very often, when you do, stay a while. Go yeah, make that yeah. vacation as long as you can, because the longer you can invest in uh, that local community's economy, you can buy, you can eat, you can drink, you can stay local. And while you're there, you know, you're trying not to buy uh, plastics and, and contributing to the pollution in that area. So that I thought for me, I was like, that is a cool thing when we have the luxury to do it. When you travel, stay a minute, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and and that's you know, and and to that point also, if like for instance you're going to Bali, like if you had, if if you had been a person who had always wanted to go to Australia and had never gone, yeah. well, you're you're practically there. So that this Mine like as well. while while you're there, you <laughs> just stay in that area, and then you're traveling less to do that. Now, obviously, that's hard because people have have jobs and they have their their lives and and uh, you, sure. you have family and. You know, the kids have to get to the soccer game and yeah. all that kind of stuff. So Stupid so, obligations. Yeah, yeah. So we, we get that. But, um, you know, but but yeah, if you're if you're a retired person, for instance, right? Because one of the big things you do in America is you retire and then that's your chance to go see the world. Yeah. So really, yeah. really do it. Like go like if you're going to go to Europe, do it. Stay there for, you know, mm-hmm. for, for as, as long as they will let you stay there and visit as many countries as you can and go ahead and get it done. Yeah. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, and also, also just as a as a traveler, uh, it's you know, when you go somewhere and you stay for a short amount of time, there is a level of superficiality to that. You know, you have to actually spend some time in in an area, and you know, get beyond just seeing the sights and then leaving to actually get a feel for what a certain place and a certain people and a certain culture is like. Yeah. Uh, so you get so much more. Uh, like you know, your if you'd like your gain from being being there sort of increases exponentially the longer you stay. Um, yeah. Which is nice. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's very nice. Now, I'm going to ask another question, and I promise that this one will be just one. Okay. I promise. I can't, okay. I, let's see if he can do it, folks. I read something about how in the development of where we could go with planes that, mm-hmm. you know, with a, with a plane, you have it full of fuel, and it takes off heavy, and it lands light because it went through, the, w- went through the burning up of the fuel. Sure. Whereas if you were yep. going to have an electric plane, which, I mean, good God, that battery would weigh probably too much to even get it off the, off the ground. There's a lot of problems with electric planes right now. Right, yeah, right. The moment, but, but, but the idea being, is it that they were saying in this article, is it even possible yeah. to have a uh, aircraft that would be electric because of the weight problem. It, it is possible because when it's full, it does get up there 
yeah. and people do have to land them full. It yeah. happens. Like when you're you're up and, and there's an emergency, you got to come back down. I mean, they can do it. The they planes can do are it. the planes are designed to deal with it. So it's not the problem. Is I mean, the weight is is an issue, but not. It's not that they, much of an they issue. They can figure they can figure that out. The, gotcha. the biggest issue is that is that you need an incredibly efficient, enormous battery. And that it's a problem on a plane because the batteries, they, the planes, they use them. Once right. you have a plane, that thing is going to be in the air for years. Right, <laughs> and, right. And these, uh, these batteries don't quite last, as they are now, they don't quite last long enough to be financially viable for any airline ever to, to buy one of that size on a plane. And also, lithium batteries have a tendency to catch fire, which when you're on the ground <laughs> is not great, but you can get out of it. <laughs> right. Um, but if you're in the air, forget it. Like, right. you can't, like, and yeah. granted, granted, by a tendency, I mean, it's still a very tiny percentage. It doesn't happen but a lot. But still, I think but people would be like, uh... Yeah. It's enough, it's enough, and because you're in the sky, that it's, that it's, it's a problem. So right. the investment right now in, in, uh, in electric plane technology is actually focused pretty heavily on batteries, on, on solving the battery problem. Really? Yeah, it's going to have to be a different battery. Yeah. Is that, is that Christopher, yeah. is that some of the stuff that you've yeah, seen no, as well? I, I, have, I have two thoughts to that point. The first sure, thing, nice. I mean, we've seen, seen the problem uh, Boeing's been having the last few years just with small batteries. You can imagine, mm-hmm. you know, uh, batteries catching fire that are way bigger would not right. be, you know, it wouldn't be a good thing. Uh, right. But also, I mean, if uh, to the point of the more technical question of whether it's feasible, uh, I'm, I'm no engineer and there are people way smarter than me working on it out there. Uh, but if you've seen, you know, development development we've had just with electric cars in the last 15 to 20 years, um, there are a lot of very clever people working on it. And I can't, I mean, I I would imagine that it is something we solve, but it's more a question of time. Um, yeah, when it comes right. to the whole issue of global warming, time is something we're quickly running out of. So, right. you know, it's the, finding this balance of whether we can find the solutions we need within the time frame we have. Yes. Right. And that's and that's the thing where we talk a lot about energy transition on this podcast because that's that's kind of a, a topic that you know it, it's it's uh, we we have a we have a product we sell that that essentially it's a time buyer right it's it's a, we work with the mm-hmm. UN to uh, to reduce air pollution uh, by catalyzing fuel and then that gives you about a seven percent reduction in greenhouse gases and so mm-hmm. that doesn't fix a problem and we recognize that but what it does is it extends the timeline a little bit so that we can fix the problem with the right. better solutions mm-hmm. and so this is where concepts like carbon offsets like uh like you know like there's a lot of complaints about natural gas in the u.s because there's there's a in new york they were not allowing the the utilities to uh, to put in natural gas heating uh, in replacement for fuel oil. Now, fuel oil is terrible for the, for the environment. It has a right. massive carbon footprint. Right. It's, it's bad, right? right. Uh, natural mm-hmm. gas is really terrible in terms of particulate matter and, and, uh, and isn't great in that regard, but in terms of greenhouse gases, is very clean. It's an improvement. It's mm-hmm. not, it is not the solution. It's not the solution. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I think that that's something we need to recognize as a, as a green community is some of the stuff we have to do isn't going to be what we're going to do long term it's what we're doing now because we have to do something now (laughs) to fix the problem so that we can get to the better solution so we can get that electric plane in the sky so so we can get more renewable energy so we can find better ways of of capturing solar energy so that we can keep doing that because the money's going towards that and the technology will be there and it'll be there faster than we think but we still need Mm -hmm. to buy that time and that's exactly a lot of what this podcast is about is how what things can we do to help extend that timeline and give ourselves more time for the geniuses out there to fix the problems. Yeah. Is, is solar, exactly. even, is solar even an option or on a plane? Like no, solar is not even an option on a car. They'll, no, they'll, I don't, I don't think yeah. you can find enough surface area on a plane. You need yeah. a very, very thin, very large plane. 
and yeah. you have trouble finding someone to land it. So that's yeah. something that's still being worked on. So it's not really, uh, uh, you know, something that we can do as of where we are right now. Solar technology is, needs a lot of development, and they're working on it. It's, it's one of the, it's another one of those things. It's what just, about wind technology on a plane? <laughs> <laughs> can you can't you can't just I mean, power the plane on the wind? wind as, you know, Jacob, you're my favorite. Jacob, you're my favorite. I mean, come on. I love the logic. Yeah, come on, guys. Can't you? I mean, this is why I don't work for JPL. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, I I look at a big wind turbine and I'm like, come on, we can put that in the air for sure, right? (laughs) I guess not. So you're telling me that's a no. That's a hard no? It's a hard no for now. Okay. I'm, you know, I'm not saying that a perpetually... (laughs) <laughs> energy generating wind tunnel wouldn't wouldn't work I'm but quite yeah. quite certain there are some laws of physics being broken yes. there. Okay. Yes. So the problem is you could get it up in the air but it would never come down because it would just well, constantly you, be, you be the only the way wind. you'd get it in the air is by having something else put it in the air. Oh, okay. And then So yeah. then we're back to where we started. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Well yeah. guys, I don't know how planes work. <laughs> I have that's a, why we have Christopher on the show. That's, that's right. Well, I, I, I have one question that has nothing to do with the environment, but I okay. absolutely want to want to hear your point of view. I was I was uh, I was on the social media, which is always a bad start to you, you know yes. what yes. to my right. day. But I yeah. was I was on the social media, <laughs> and uh, and I saw this this scandal thing on 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 uh, on on this this woman who is recording a person who is behind her because she pushed her seat back. And that person was punching the oh, seat. Oh, I saw that video. Yes. I saw that video. Did, the, did the you see them, it? The two of them handled it like total adults. Uh, and then it ended up being like this whole just yeah. nightmare of a situation. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> what, what I wanted to ask is, what is your feeling on pushing the seat back? <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> and, a great well, question. That, that depends along whether it's my seat being pushed back. Okay. Yes. If it's my seat, it's very okay. If it's the person in front of me, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the unspoken rule, this guy. Totally. Uh, that's well, great. I think it's great that you brought this up because I didn't even know, by the way, that people had strong opinions on uh, on you leaning your chair back. I thought it was okay, but I found out later that like half the world thinks that if you lean the chair back, you're a monster. And the other yeah, half I'm the gonna, world... I'm going to let you in on a little secret. If you put Please. enough people in a small, confined space, uh, people have strong opinions on everything. <laughs> <laughs> well said, Christopher. It well can be said. what you eat, it can be what you wear, it can be what you do, what you say, how loud you say it. People are going to have very strong opinions on most things. Man, yeah. ain't that the truth. Yeah. The centrifuge yeah. of decisions. It's. I wonder yeah. what that, where that etiquette's going to go. No, if it's going to be one of those things where you where, where they stop having the reclining seats if it's a if it's intended for short flights, um, yeah. because because they just want to avoid the fights uh, or <laughs> yeah or if it's like well, I'll, I'll let you I'll let you in on this this one unspoken rule that more okay. people should be aware of okay please please if you if you're the unfortunate soul that ends up with a middle seat you do get both armrests right. this is non-negotiable right right oh I, oh this oh. is always the case. Uh, I think that's fa- I think that's actually pretty fair. If you're in the middle seat, you get both armrests because you have nowhere else to go. Exactly. You're a prisoner of two people that have space that exists outside of their seat that they can go into. But you don't exactly. have that luxury. I agree okay. with that. So, I'm on board. So let's go ahead and promote that rule because okay. I think people need to understand that. Because yeah. oftentimes you do. You get stuck in the middle and you're like, I don't know what to do. Do. Yeah. And, it, and and there's a it, you never know when your arm is touching a stranger's arm like 
like, is that okay? You right. know, like when you're when you're both on the armrest and you're making that little gentle contact, you're like, it's are they are they cool with it? But yeah. you feel this <laughs> feeling like you gotta withdraw like right away, like oh no, I can't make contact. But I kind of have to. I'm a husky guy. Like I said, I can barely get to the gym. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah become a bigger guy. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> but no, too many times I've done this, you know, this little dance you do with the person sitting next to you, where you're like trying to like jam your elbow in, and he's trying to jam his elbow oh, in. Oh, I know this know, dance. Oh yeah. yeah. You can have this like two hour long little war going on. Yeah. It lasts yeah. the whole flight. Um, yeah. And, uh, but yeah, everyone loses. Just go yeah. by the rules. Yeah. <laughs> the rules. So if you're on, if you're by the window, lean up against the window and use right. that armrest. Yeah. And then if you exactly. are in the aisle, lean up against the aisle and lean use up the, against use the aisle. Armrest. You get to lean. Yeah. The guy in the middle doesn't get to lean. He has the guy or lean. lady in the middle doesn't get to lean. And if you take your socks off on a plane, you, you, oh, oh. Oh, you who do not belong in the sky? Who monster. does that? That is a yeah. that monster. is a freak of nature. Oh, yeah. Someone uh, for a flight I was on now recently, a guy uh, guy took off his socks and then put him up like against the back of the seat in front of him. Um, <laughs> oh, no, and I had to, it's me. impossible not to look at the guy in the middle seat. So both me and the guy opposite sides of him had to sit for this you know delicious view of these very oh, hairy, uh, unpleasant feet. Um, oh. And he was with noise canceling headphones on. So there was oh no my do about it. god! Is that the worst thing that's happened to you in a plane? It's pretty high up there. High up there. Uh, okay. Needless to say, I did not give him his armrest. I took that away. <laughs> Good yeah, for you. Good that was for the, you. There are some uh, exceptions to the rule. Right. You stand your ground in the sky. That's yeah. what you got to yeah. do. You got to teach people lessons. <laughs> yeah. It's well, a roofless place up there. It is. It is. It is. Like you said, you put a bunch of people in a very tight space, and people, boy, they got opinions. It's what? I'm worried that we've made uh, I'm worried that we've made travel less exciting for people with this. <laughs> well, that's you know, hey, if you're brave enough to do it, then do it. But if you're not, then stay home. Yeah, it's yeah. the new fr- the new old frontier. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, another funny thing is the is the uh, the conversation with the person next to you, right? It's like it. Uh, it, I, I like to I like to know the people who are around me. Like at least have a, a little conversation. Sure. But there's an art yeah. to it. You don't want it to be so long that you spend the whole flight. Right. talking to the person next oh, to you. Yeah. And sometimes you get a person who's like, who's just so glad to be talking to somebody that you start the conversation and you think, oh, this is, the, okay, I'm being polite and being nice. And, get, and then you, you, okay, I've now got a five-hour conversation yeah. the whole way to Washington. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a dangerous game you're playing. It <laughs> is. You, you got to have the subtle cues, like slowly said, doing met, headphones. I've met some of the most fascinating people on random flights. That's true. Uh, I remember I once met, I was flying, uh, where was I flying? I was flying from London to the US to Boston actually and I met this this guy sitting next to me who is an oil contractor in um, he does security on oil platforms in Africa oh wow um, and yeah and uh, apparently he has he's been kidnapped like five times and it's what? fairly like common occurrence on his job what um, oh I would have loved to hear that said casually was, yeah like literally real life Indiana Jones type character wow and um it was just fascinating. I, we probably talked for three hours, him just telling me stories and, you know, the flight just flying by. Yeah. Wow. Um, so you, you can find some gems up there as well. Absolutely. Right. We have to. We and, have to. And for those of us in the audience who are Indiana Jones types, feel free to talk to the person next to you. They want to hear your stories. That's right. That's what yeah, that's just right. take yeah. this rich their noise counseling at both stuff. Yeah. Just tell them your life story. <laughs> tell them your life story. Well, we got to wrap things up. I want to be respectful of your time, and, uh, and I'm really grateful that you came on the show. And uh, just, I guess, is there anything else before we say goodbye that you wanted to to share or anything you'd like to promote or talk about on the, on the show. We are grateful to have you here. Yeah. yeah no, I've had an amazing time. There is, uh, there is one really exciting project we're working on now, me and a few close friends of mine. Cool. Who, and it's, it, it touches on this. Uh, I'll just take a quick minute now, but no, it, 
we've been talking about how you know you it's it's great to find small things you can do and yeah. a lot of uh, a lot of retailers and other sort of parties that you know starting to you know really embrace this as well uh, so me and a few friends of mine now have launched um, we're in the process of uh, launching this um, concept called Nico and it's essentially you know clothing that's manufactured from uh, recycled plastics like recycled oh, ocean plastics cool. oh, I love that so if uh, if you know if you want to get some really really cool board shorts or you know uh, t-shirts or whatever and still want to still want to do your part, uh, then it's definitely something to, to look into. I'll send you guys links to this as oh, well, alongside the carbon absolutely. emission offsetting thing. And uh, yeah, if anyone wants to look into it, it's a great course. And, uh, you know, you can look great, feel great, and be doing a bit of good all at the same time. That is terrific. That is super cool. And and, and we would love to share that and, and post that out there in the world because that's that's exactly the cool stuff that we that we like to talk about on here so yeah, that's man. great very turning, exciting turning ocean plastic into clothes that's yeah. our jam right there heck yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's amazing and if yeah. you yeah if you follow along you'll see a lot you'll see some of it uh, now when we go to bali we uh, we are actually yeah doing uh, doing some shoots for that and also working on uh, like a reef conservation project so if you're interested in these sorts of things uh they might be, depending on timing, which could be so much fun, yeah. uh, we might be able to sneak in a little visit to uh, Turtle Hatchery if, uh, oh. if you know, they're uh, being born around now, and then you get to see some baby turtles as well. What? So that's that could awesome. be good fun. Oh, that's, uh, that's great. great. Yes, definitely. Please keep us posted on all this so we can make sure that, uh, that we're letting, letting our fans know what's, what's going on and, and, uh, and how to watch. Yeah. 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 Well, thanks again. We, we're right, well, we're going to be thanks, sharing all this great lot, stuff. Guys. I've had uh, I've had an amazing time. I'd love to come on again sometime in the future. And we would uh, love to I'm have back, you back uh, back somewhere with you know less jungle and more Wi-Fi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> and if you come to Los Angeles, if you come to California, you got to come by. We got to take you out for drinks and and end up buying plane tickets to some random part of the world. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> Hopefully, we're not going. Actually, I'm not even going. I'm not going to bad now of any destination. Right, 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 right. Anything's possible. Oh, make sure we go somewhere nice. Yeah. yeah everywhere is nice. That's everywhere is nice. Everywhere is nice. <laughs> all right, Christopher. Well, all the best to you. Safe travels, and we'll talk soon. Great. We'll stay in touch. All, all right. right. You guys. Sounds okay. good. Thank you. Right, bye. Okay. Bye. bye. Well, you know, I could have just ended the episode there. I think we should, because, I mean, he's just an amazing guy, and I had a blast. But uh, we got to do our tags at the end. Oh, right? we got to do our tags. We got to say that we're your beacon of light in a gloomy environment. That one stays. That forever. one will always be there. Mm-hmm. Not just charismatic megafauna. Yes. And uh, this parasympathetic uh, nerve uh, something. Activity? Activity. Parasympathetic, parasympathetic nerve, nerve activity. activity. We're going to check it. We just had uh, triple check it. There was another one about like uh, get, not giving up, not quitting. It is greater parasympathetic greater pa- nerve parasympathetic activity. Nerve activity. I was so close. You're close. You're getting it. So close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you guys. Uh, no, yeah, there wasn't. There was there, You know what? Let's just keep it. To, we'll keep it to that. One? We'll keep it to that. We'll look over the notes and we'll, we'll see where we'll we're check, at. We'll check notes. Our, our, you know, call in if you remember call what our, our tagline is. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for joining us this week. We'll see you next time. And thank you so much, Christopher, for joining us. Thank you, Christopher. You rock. Remember at that norm, <laughs> at that Norwegian nomad is his Instagram. At Definitely. that Norwegian nomad. Yes, it is a mouthful. That's a that Norwegian nomad. That Norwegian nomad. That Norwegian yes. nomad. Yes, the ad is just a symbol yeah for the for our, our hopefully our, they our people know that. who don't go on instagram <laughs> <laughs> all right we'll talk to you next time Bye. Bye. it's the 
Biofriendly Podcast. It's the Biofriendly Podcast.